This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you supporting us at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Geeky Get Awesome. It is the awesome cast. I'm Mike Sorgat, Sorgatron on the Twitter and the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And this is the last awesome cast live of the year. And uh, we got a fun one. We got the predictions. We'll be looking at last year's predictions, our awesome thing of the year. And uh, with me, first of all, from uh, Studio C in the Big D of Dormont, PA, he's a gadget guru, a Big Bank International <gasps> Esquire. He is John Chichilla. That's me. I made it like two weeks in a row. It's a it's a it's a record. That's right. And social media expert and and famous person in Brazilian TV and <laughs> uh, recovering from a, a recent surgery. Here is uh, Katie Dudas. The Dutters is with us. Hello, friends. Yeah, I got a Chilla again, and I got a you, and I got another friend. I'm going to try to keep picking a random fact to introduce you every week because you have so many. You're. <laughs> <laughs> You're like me. We have like so many like walks of life that we've been through over the years. So, <laughs> uh, also with us of the iPhoneography podcast. I'm oh yeah. I don't have to say that as as fast on this show. Dave Potter is with us. Prof Pat, Prof Pod on the tweets. Thanks, Eric. How's it going tonight? All right, all right. Uh, if you're with us, it's live, going all right now. It's going all right now. <laughs> Windows update his like five minutes before the show and took like a half an hour on our Zoom machine, so we're a little late. And I don't know, it may truncate the show. We'll see how things go here, but we'll we'll try to get right into our predictions and our awesome things and everything. In the meantime, please go check out everything at awesomecast.com. You can email us at awesomecast@sorgatronmedia.com for feedback. Uh, tweet us at awesomecast on the Twitter uh, for as long as that lasts. Uh, Facebook, uh, we have a great awesome cast group with stories throughout the week. Not that we're going to touch on much, but if you want to see what's going on and what we're sharing over the holidays, that'll be a good place for us to still get together. And also, we've been sharing a little bit more over on our Discord for Awesome Cast. Actually, um, I started a channel over there of playing with AI. And as we're playing with chat GPTs or anything else out there, uh, we, uh, you know, Amanda and I have both been putting some stories that we've been uh, writing up or uh, uh, prompting in there, uh, uh, here and there. So uh, uh, go check out that and, and please share your stories as well um, as, a, as a part of that. And then the Discord is, of course, linked over on the awesomecast.com page if you want to be a part of that. And uh, of course, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast catcher. Please leave a review. That is very helpful. It gets in front of other people. And we are live every Tuesday coming up in the new year. Obviously, we'll have a week off. We, we may or may not have some placeholder stuff. We're working on that right now. Uh, but we're here live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time coming up in 2023. And also, thank you to our Patreon, or I'm sorry, our audio partners over at postindustrial.com. Thank you to our Patreon supporters at uh, patreon.com slash awesomecast. Everybody's helping us out with the show. I'm executive producer Brian Crawford, as well as the Coffee Club level Matt Weller and Cynthia Klosky and Mike Pound. At the Fan and Show level, Michael Fedor, Professor Buzzkill, and Dave, Prof Pod Partner, co-host of the iPhoneography podcast, the longest-running podcast solely dedicated to all things related to iPhone photo photography. Um, so there's this thing on the on the Mayhem show where uh, we say that we will we will announce you on the Patreon list, however you would like us to. 
And this is how Dave has has uh, um, because on the awesome cast, I'm saying things. Uh, there's a little challenge where I'm saying things expedited over there and trying not to hurt myself. And so he added the longest thing possible uh, on top of having to pronounce iPhoneography mm-hmm. very, very quickly. So thank you for that, Dave. Hey, you're welcome. And don't forget to thank Mad Mike. It was his idea, too. It was. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but anyways, you can, you can be a part of that uh, uh, and get some extra features as well over at patreon.com slash awesome cast. So it is the end of the year episode. We like to do an awesome thing of the year. So let's go through this. Um, Katie, let's get your awesome thing first. My awesome thing of the year is the um, how happy I've been with the upgraded cellular service across the country and being able to use my phone as a hotspot mm-hmm. in much more places than uh, we've seen in a long time. And it's made the uh, my working from the road and creating content from everywhere so much easier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've had a lot very, of practice. You've had a lot of practice that uh, this year, probably more than any, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This was the most traveling I have done in uh, well, probably ever <laughs> this last year, and uh, being able to like we've seen, um, it's been consistent and it's been great, and I greatly appreciate it. Thank you, Verizon and other companies for finally <laughs> getting that figured out and making a legit hotspot of our phones. I, I can't remember if I, I, I said this uh, somewhere on the show, but I remember. I, I had this realization recently because my, my awesome thing of the year also is a high level of connectivity. Because um, I remember like thinking about like how much of a pie in the sky thing like in the early 2000s was going to be. It was like, oh, we can just have internet persistently everywhere. It was like that'll never happen out in the middle of nowhere, right? That'll that'll keep being that's a city thing. That's not an out in the country kind of situation, right? And there are dead spots if we go to like really remote areas. I mean, we I think we both see it in our hiking and uh, adventures as well. Uh, uh, my awesome thing is that again, like you, the high level of connectivity. Um, but it's not just the cell things. Um, you know, we, we talked about it a couple months ago. I was able to help produce a uh, a pay per view on the Wi Fi on the Alaskan Airlines plane, right? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, we got to play with a little bit. Uh, thanks to some, thanks to some people bringing them on on site for some of the aero competitions. We got to. Sp- I, I saw Starlinks. There were Starlinks at like three competitions. That I've been at, you know, I don't know if you know you weren't at formula, but no, you were at the second formula and there was just like a Starlink in the corner in the design mm-hmm. tent. You know, it was just like, oh, OK, um, you know, then that's in a satellite Internet for those that, that are unaware, um, you know, on top of like, you know, we basically streamed from almost every situation this year, thanks to um, devices like our live view. You know, I mean, everywhere from arenas to high schools to community buildings to uh tents in the desert to tents on the <laughs> tents tents in the middle of a racetrack literally the only place we had difficulty with that but still was able to pull it off was literally in the middle of nowhere south of tucson uh uh, uh i don't know within miles of the mexican border uh probably at that point uh and then that's really the only place where we had any major difficulties with these devices uh, as far as finding a signal and getting something out. And and, and also, the, along with this, is um, people kind of getting how important that is for their live productions. We're seeing more and more people not putting up with, oh, the internet in the house is not good enough. We need to have a backup. And that's one of the things that we believed in in production for a while. And that's it. Um, I have way too many internet connections. I <laughs> You mentioned hotspots. I think I have, I have five hotspots minimum. 
at any time (laughs) (laughs) to do all this and bond things together. But it's pretty incredible. And that's just LTE. That we're, I'm not even looking at 5G for that kind of stuff, but still, like it's it's still it's still incredible. Even the 5G stuff and seeing you know you know throwing in one of these LTE modems and when we have bad service at the hotel and still being able to get work done, you know, and and both of us deal with media files, right? Mm-hmm. So it's been shocking how good it's been and how quickly we've been like you said in LTE even like to upload and download things. It's been pretty impressive this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. And seeing some venues and how, how high of internet they've had. I love when I could run a speed test and I'm getting about 600 megabits up and down. So, and, uh, and I'm starting to look at, I may have to upgrade some things around here because there's a couple files. Sometimes we get those files and they're like 200 gigabytes from, or 300 gigabytes from like a show, like one of those MMA shows or something like that. And that takes a while. Like it took like, like half of the day to upload one of those today. So like we might be, we might have to, start pushing that in-house as well so the adoption is there it's just whether i want to pay for it so um awesome yeah yeah go ahead i want to say i want to catch you before you went on to the next thing and who would have thought let's say four or five years ago t-mobile would be that strong of a third carrier oh yeah oh Mm -hmm. yeah because i i remember when the sprint t-mobile merger was going through it was like oh you have Sprint, which is kind of weak and kind of a legacy leftover, and T-Mobile, which is your discount carrier merging. They have no chance against Verizon or AT&T, which are these huge, you know, AT&T, which at the time owned Time Warner, you know, and Verizon, which owned Yahoo and other things. And you have this only cell phone carrier, which out without the major media behind it. And they're a viable carrier. Mm-hmm. They're a viable third. It isn't, you know... I mean, I have AT&T just because I've had it and I, you know, I don't want to deal with the switching, but it doesn't seem like, you know, it's not like Verizon, AT&T, oh, and you're going for the cheapy T-Mobile. They're pretty equal. And I don't think anyone would have, outside of a T-Mobile person, you know, employee, uh, would have predicted that years ago of having three viable carriers. Yeah. And, and I use all of them to get a, get a stream out sometimes. Yeah. Uh, John Carbon, friend, old, old friend of the show on in the chat room over on YouTube right now. It says, I'll be honest, I'm, I'll be a little sad when we start getting consistent cell service while camping. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, and somebody just brought down and finally bought a cellular flip phone at Walmart. Welcome to the future. Um, or welcome to a decade ago, I suppose. Um, but anyways, uh, no, it, it's been pretty incredible. And I know for us, like, it, it, it's very rare that all three of those carriers are going to be out too, right? Um, like, we'll we'll go to one place where it's like, oh, yeah, we have, like, Verizon Towers around here, but nothing else. It's like, great. That doesn't help half of your you know half of your people here right or at&t like eat to buy when we were in the desert and i couldn't get anything else to work so it's good to have options when you're doing something like that so all right let's get let's keep go ahead i I did have a quick question for for anyone that's using it does anyone have cellular on like an ipad or other type device and they're using it like as a share uh, I can tell you, I got two iPads right in front of me that have cellular, cellular, but I haven't used either of them on cellular for a couple of years. As like a hot, okay, yeah, as yeah. like a hotspot or anything. No, okay. that that shouldn't operate too differently than what the phone does, right? No, the the one interesting thing that someone told me is, like, you can go if you use an iPad, and I was interested to try it. If you have an iPad, 
because of the battery life and it's really meant to have the screen on if you're just using it as a hotspot it lasts like well over 24 hours Ooh, okay so i was interested if anyone has actually tried that no no there might be something on the newer ones as well like maybe that's something on the m1s this was <clears throat> this was before the M1 or M2 came out. So, okay, Chilla, since we got you up here, what's your awesome thing? My awesome thing of the year is keyboards. I realized <laughs> I had a problem, and I continue to have a problem. I've talked about replacement keycaps. Um, one of the cool, if you go to, I think it's the first. Yes, it's the first link. There's a keyboard that has been announced um, that looks pretty darn awesome. Um, it actually is a keyboard, and there's an LED display underneath it. Ooh, okay. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if that's if that's playing the video, but like as you type, there, there it is. It is. Um, you can have all kinds of stuff. It can be reactive. It can have all kinds of different videos underneath it. Um, there was one with koi fish that I saw. There's a car um, driving driving by. There's a matrix look to one of these. Um, I, I like the one that looked like it was like fireworks or gunshots kind of going on behind the keys. Mm-hmm. Or like little, it looks like almost like bang, there's bank snaps under there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I've just been really into keyboards lately. Um, all different sizes. Um, some have number pads, some don't. Um, some are 60%, 65%. There's all kinds of craziness when you get into your keyboards. Um, there's different um, key types. Some people like the really clicky. Um, some people like shallow. Um, I'm just a huge fan of keyboards. And uh, how many do you have? Do you have like a whole stack of them? Are you actively using them? Well, or, just uh, within reach. Like, yeah. Oh no! Here we go. The, the this is what we call the awesome cast tech reach ch- test. Oh jeez. So here's two. <laughs> Oh no. oh no! Oh no! Oh no! The camera's here's going the, crazy. Here's one, um, <laughs> and then there's the other. The other two recent ones are behind. Oh, me, you have to look but... back and see all the crazy Wayne's worlding that just happened. <laughs> so just, just I don't know. Like some of the some of I've been going. Some are wired. Some are wireless. Oh, there's another one back there. Um, so there's another one within reach. Um, I usually try to go wireless and I try to go with a device that will actually support more than a single device. Cause with where I'm sitting, there's three devices that I can mm. connect to. Um, so having a device that can connect to at least three, um, is definitely helpful. Um, or if it's wired, I have a switch too that I can use to switch between devices. So, and I see you're I using know. kind of alternate, you have kind of alternate, um, uh, versions in here. There's the macro pad, uh, we were looking at here. We'll link all these in the document. Um, let's see, an RGB the, mini the, the keyboard. Ducky, the, the Ducky macro pad looks mm-hmm. pretty darn cool mm-hmm. because it has a mini OLED screen and you can program that <clears throat> with, I can't remember how many, 32 profiles. Jeez. Um, and you can scroll through them, right? So there's like a little toggle button at the bottom and it'll tell you what each key does and you can create the macros to be whatever you want. Um, and it uses uh, the Ducky scripting language um, that works across Windows, Mac, Linux. Um, that one's more pricey than it looks because it's $70, but then that doesn't include 
keys or oh, a co- cable <laughs> um, or switches. <laughs> yeah, let me get to see if so, I can. Sorry, I'm on a I'm on a slower iPad right now because the uh, uh, the 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 my main iPad wasn't charged. And you get to put it together yourself, which oh, I thought was good. pretty cool. There's a lot of that putting keyboards together thing happening these days, I noticed. Like, mm-hmm. um, I, I think they were talking about it on It's a Thing. Like, the clicky keyboards people have been doing, like, there's been a big movement for that and people getting those. Not great if you need a keyboard when you're uh, podcasting, by the way. I recommend against that. Um, but still, like, there's a lot of, lot of good. So... So you're um so you're going to you're going to start the uh, awesome keyboard cast in uh, 2023 is that your prediction? That 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 could be my prediction. I am I am with this by the way. <laughs> this is a good idea. Can we just do Chilla's key- keyboard re- review at some point as a uh, special feature over here? I I can definitely do that. Oh, send me the video. It amazes me even the cable like people get crazy about the coiled mm-hmm. the coiled cables. There's all kinds of craziness. Love it. Love it. Uh, can do the keyboard of the week. Keyboard of the week. We still got to boop you. We still got to connect and hand over the boop because Katie wants it back. So, <laughs> Katie misses I miss her my boop. boop. You miss I miss boop. my boop. You missed the boop. Uh, miss the boop. And then it, here's the last one. Yeah, it was the Logitech G5, G915, uh, 10 keyless, uh, light speed wireless RGP mechanical. Ooh. I need to upgrade. I don't even have a good mouse. I'm using that wireless one you suggested uh, months ago because uh, my, my Amazon mouse quit on my desktop. So I just grabbed the wireless that I've been carrying with me as a backup on, out of the, out of the uh, laptop case. Um, but anyways. Potter, what is your awesome thing of the year? And honestly, it's something that has probably the, the, one of the smallest impacts of anything else that anyone's going to talk about. But it's the Artemis mission for mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that almost 50 years to the date of the last moon mission, uh, crude moon, moon, crude moon mission, um, going back around the moon and just how perfectly everything went. Now, the launch was delayed a couple times. Um, partially, this is a new thing, partially out of precaution. You know, you, this is a very, very expensive thing. You don't want to just Oh, well, let's launch and see what happens. But just how, you know, the launch, the, the 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 transfer to the moon, going around the moon, the photos from going around the moon, uh, coming back, the splashdown, everything just went a hundred percent the way it should have. Mm-hmm. And for basically new technology, first time out, this is of course why you do it uncrewed, just in case something goes wrong. And then you run into, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to do first things when there's people on there. But just the fact it works so perfectly, just kind of mind-blowing how perfect it all went. And, of course, they're going to spend, you know, months and months and months going over the data and seeing how it actually performed. And, you know, they actually had three uh, Munikins, as they called him. Uh, testing the spacesuit, testing the uh, radiation that's up there, testing you know the, uh, the G forces and reentry and launch forces. So they have to go over all that data, but nothing, as far as I can tell, is giving any pause for the next mission, which will be crewed uh, non-landing mission, which is basically going to go around the moon just to 
test and make sure that the people can, you know, it, 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 people can actually work in here and there'll be four people on that one. Nice. And then a couple of years down the road, 2025, hopefully 2026 at the latest will be the landing on the moon. It's happening. Yeah. Which, which for, for just how long it's been mm -hmm. since we've gone beyond low earth orbit as a species, 50 years, um, to say, yes, here are the plans. Here's the budget. This isn't, I remember when George Bush came out with his return to the moon in the early 90s. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I thought, I think he thought it was going to be like the Kennedy, uh, you know, go to the moon because it's hard mm -hmm. and it never caught on. And, but it's like, oh no, we're actually doing and building and have budget and it's going to happen unless something catastrophic happens, which could happen, unfortunately. But if everything goes as planned, it's going to happen in the next couple of years. Mm -hmm. And it's going to set the stage of, oh, you want to use this launch for missions. Good. We already have it set up, ready to go. We've planned that. This isn't just get them to the moon and then see what happens. It's, okay, we're going to the moon. Let's build a whole system to get everything going. So I think this is going to be a huge, hopefully, you know, maybe not all of us on this panel in 30, 40 years, but where people could see, say that, Hey, I remember in 2022, when this thing got started, this was the beginning of permanent settlement on the moon, or this is the beginning of further exploration out there. Love it. I love it. I can't wait to see where this goes. Yeah. Excellent. You have a secondary thing here too. Yeah. Yeah, this is a, it's a little on the mean side, maybe. Uh, the popping of the tech genius balloon. Mm -hmm. The fact, uh, and this happened in you know, Silicon Valley, and it's like, oh, this is a tech genius who started this very successful company. They must, they're rich. They must be a genius. Hey, let's have them do other things since they're rich and geniuses and they do other things and they fail successful spectacularly. Or, you know, you start to hear them go out of their little niche that they were extremely successful in. And then all of a sudden it's like, they may be really good at their little niche, but they're not an overall genius who can do everything else. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of the, it, it, there's a little bit of the infallibility of uh, Silicon Valley. And it's not just your tech yes. geniuses. It's also the tech companies themselves, right? They're, they're coming on a lot right. under a lot more scrutiny. Um, you know, mm -hmm. you know, everybody's kind of, you know, kind of looking at them with a little bit of side eye at this point. Um, you know, it's really kind of like the whole, the whole promise of it is kind of, uh, uh, uh collapsing under its own weight, uh, for a lot of these companies. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it does come, it ebbs, it ebbs, it ebbs and flows. After mm -hmm. all, we had that in the eighties and nineties with Steve Jobs first time around and, uh, Bill Gates, being geniuses and then you know the the tech bubble in the early 2000s where you know it's like oh this is going to revolutionize everything and then it blew up and then it came back later mm -hmm. just not as expected as it was going to be and then people you know there was turnover and it almost seems like the institutional knowledge of hey you remember that thing that happened 10 years ago it looks like it's happening again you may want to keep an eye out for it 
Mm-hmm. So you know what's going on. And people are like, oh, no, no, this is completely different. These guys are di- 100% different from the guys who came. No, they're not. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> no, I, they're not. I, I think some no. of the best stuff comes out of um, when the bubbles burst, right? Whether yeah. it be the the initial um, web bubble, was it the web 2.0 bubble uh, in the early 2000s, the recession I hit about, you know, in 09 or so. Um, like I feel like things kind of refortified, you know, around those and, and new, new companies rose up and new ideas raise up. Um, and I think, I think we're kind of, you know, I, you know, my kind of, you know, I can't wait for the next thing. We've been on the same platforms too long, you know, kind of goes into that. Um, so yeah, I think, I, I think, I think this is just a setup for, for that kind of thing going on. So, yeah. All right, we got to get moving along here since we started so late. Apologies again, uh, as the, the, the Windows. We, we, we'll blame the Microsofts for that. So, um, but anyways, uh, let's let's get to okay. It's time to own up, guys. Krauss isn't here to defend himself. So, what were your predictions for 2022? How close to the mark did we get on this one? Oh, Potter, you are in this one too. Oh boy, <laughs> that, 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 crazy Kraus. Ron Kraus is not here to defend himself. He believes that the Xbox and Microsoft will have a big year, and Game Pass and cloud gaming will grow even more. Uh, I'd say they did. Um, I, I, I mean, we're seeing deals all the time for for uh, Game Pass and everything. I'm now playing League of Legends thanks to Game Pass. I never thought that would connect. Um, did, what- did they have the combination with like EA Play and some of the other ones last year yet? I think that was last year. I think that was over. Was it year? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we were already in that. That was kind of the first big like swing, and then you know the Bethesda stuff had happened. Um, but we're seeing day ones all the time. I, I've been playing, you know, I've been playing a lot of stuff on there. Um, it continues to grow, and I think it still is handedly uh, uh, beating um, everything else. I don't know if Microsoft had a big year. I feel like it's still limping because of the. Um, accessibility to the, to the to the newer higher end consoles um but i would call him i don't know do we give him a point for that it's growing yeah i'd say circle gets a square give yeah. Him yeah. <laughs> yeah yep i mean stadia didn't make it but i think that's part of the uh matru- maturation of and we all saw that coming let's be honest so uh, but i'm ha- but i'm happy with that that they're they're letting people move to other platforms uh so far as depending on depending on who the if you bought it through ubisoft but ubisoft has a general deal with luna right now by the way if you log into luna and you happen to have like amazon prime you get free games on luna Uh, but i also saw where they were letting you actually get the pc version yeah i think you can uh, if you if you log into like ubisoft connect yes and you download that on your pc you have you have access to those same games yes so they they they've been so it's been nice to do that. Who was um I was just having conversations with somebody about um like movies anywhere as video games and I was kind of talking about how that's not going to happen at any time in the near future. This actually is a step in that direction a little bit. So, we'll see. Um Chilla, you're next. You ready for this? I don't remember what I predicted. Perfect. <laughs> Chilla thinks that streaming peripherals will dominate the tech industry, webcams, mics, etc. Yeah. I don't know. You're sitting there with a pile of keyboards, so I don't know what that uh... is. <laughs> <laughs> but I have the new AI camera. Okay, you have the new AI camera, but <laughs> but how but many? Not everybody. But nobody else here has an AI camera. <laughs> I think Katie's on her MacBook, so you know. I am. There you go. 
And her audio is always. Are, are you just using your your AirPods as your as your mic? Uh-huh. Yes. You always sound good. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it works pretty good. Eventually, maybe this is the year where I get everybody doesn't have them uh, uh, dedicated headsets. Just to sweeten it a little bit, just a little bit. But no, it's perfectly. I've heard I've heard worst uh, podcast sounds from um, uh, people from major major publications doing podcasts. So I think we're on the right track here. Ponder, mm. <laughs> you ready for this? I'm ready. You think that non-Tesla electric cars will become more common? Mm. Katie, I think you can speak to this one. Yep, you can. Circle gets a square. <laughs> <laughs> Was it, do we need to pull up the picture of Katie um, taking pictures of like how many companies worth of electric cars on the winner's circle this year? Yeah, was it four, four or five? It was. Uh, it was uh, uh, technically GMC, Hummer, uh, Ford, Rivian, uh, Lucid. At least four of them. One of them had three cars. Ford brought mm-hmm. Ford brought like three cars. So yeah, I mean, I think I think they're more. I saw one of the Rivian uh, Amazon vans coming driving down the street here oh. in front of the studio just a week ago. By the way, so you're hearing more of it, and Teslas are sneaking up on me more and more in general. So I don't, yeah. I don't know if it was a Tesla, but somebody drove by while I was outside, and I'm like, that doesn't sound right. And I looked at it, it was an electric car. Um, again, I don't think it was a Tesla, but, or, or in, in parking lots, I feel like there's more of like, Oh, something's behind me. And that doesn't sound like an engine. Right. Um, yeah, I think you're definitely seeing them around the Pittsburgh area and this is not a primary thing. Right. So Ponder, good job. All right. Yay. Daughter is your turn. Oh no. You think, (laughs) you think a a year ago you were thinking that TikTok. Uh-huh. Will continue to dominate compensating creators more ads now, not just for young folks. Algorithm is so good, someone will get social audio correct, not clubhouse spaces. Continue to see a decrease in organic reach, specifically on Facebook. Everyone wants to make money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's pretty on I, uh, I don't know did someone get yeah. social audio correct I think uh, spaces grew Twitter was the closest I think Twitter was the closest until they shut it down mm-hmm. is, it, is it officially shut it down no wait what do you guys say it's not shut I, down I think I've seen they threatened people, I've I think seen, it threatened I think they deactivated it momentarily or something so yeah um, but I think that's the place to go I feel like I see them all the time I mean uh, our friend the Rev Ron Hunt uh, a pro wrestler friend of ours mm-hmm. I think he still does coffee with the Rev every Tuesday and Thursday and and uh, I've seen another friend of the other show RJ City he's been doing this excuse me coffee in his underwear uh, he's been simulcasting it on spaces and I listen to it sometimes when I go for a, for a hike uh, on Sunday mornings so like you know, I, I, I'm seeing, so to me, the gauge is always wrestlers, right? Because the wrestlers yeah. are not generally technical, but they get community if they get it. And they're climbing onto spaces real hard. Uh, so I would say the only, the only, the only mark against you, Katie, is you said not spaces in this. You still get the point for this one, but I say the slightest <laughs> of dings is because you said not spaces. And but, they showed me. 
They showed you. <laughs> they showed you. We'll see how long that lasts. And uh, apparently, Sorg sees more strides in virtual events. I've seen more virtual events. I don't mm-hmm. know. I feel like I feel like people have mostly gone back to the old, the old ways at this point. I think it was still a question mark a year ago. We, we as we were still sort of coming out of COVID, but it, considering the live events have been getting more and more people at them that we've been participating in for pay per views. Um, yeah, I think that I. I think this is a miss on me. No, no. I don't know. Have you guys seen anything <laughs> for virtual events? Uh, 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 Chilla, you worked big with a. Uh, we uh, still, we still, we still see virtual events as a big. Okay. As a, as a big thing, mm-hmm. and I will. I've seen more options. Vimeo just rolled well, out because you because like even Microsoft for mm-hmm. Ignite this year, there it was it, their in person mm-hmm. was not in. Florida. It was in Seattle, and it was. And they just remoted the rest of it. It was. It was like ten. They had ten percent the capacity. Like it went from like twenty five thousand to twenty five hundred attendees. So, but the other thing I see is I see more ways of interaction or more interesting. For the smaller ones, it's like I don't know if it's the the budget differential or or what, but. Mm -hmm. Like more of the QR code check-in stuff that can kind of follow you around. I think that's it. I have been I have been involved in a lot of the corporate stuff. Um, at least the ones I do have events that have to be in person for the most part this year, and and it reverted back to that. But I, I guess you would see more of it on. The, I see more tools. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I I, I listen to uh, I mentioned on here at Office Hours I uh, dot global. And um, they've been really refining those live tools and things like that, learning about Zoom ISO and things like that, um, which makes me think about my studio upgrade personally, but that's going to be costly. Please follow us on Patreon. Uh, so, um, but, you know, I, and, and say Vimeo just rolled out virtual uh, venues, they're calling it in beta, um, which I was kind of wondering because somebody asked about doing something like that for, for uh, next quarter. Um, so I'm wondering if that applies. Um, yeah, so, so the tools are coming. I just haven't personally experienced the virtual events. Well, I was surprised because even like stream deck, they have that new stream deck that has like, is it like six or eight buttons. And then it has mm-hmm. like a small touch panel the and then knob- a bunch of knobs and knobs and, and physical knobs. knobs. Yeah. That got me very interested. Yes. If that can interface with my, uh, my, uh, ATEM minis over here, that could be, that'd be really good. Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, so well, oh, so from the corporate side. Yes. Um, right. Cause you're dealing with, the, you're a- dealing with the conference sides more than I am uh, for your company. Right. Right. And, we have people expecting a virtual option now. Yes. So we have mm. attendees saying, oh, uh, will there be a, vir- I'm so, you know, the, the way they're asking is like, oh, there's going to be a virtual option for this, right? And then we have to say for a lot of times, no, there's no virtual option mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. it's very limited. Right. And that's, I, you know, it, and this is also for training because the other thing we do big is training. 
Mm-hmm. And our big training class, we go, went almost 100% virtual for mm-hmm. the last two years. Hold on. Wait, and and you're, he's, having he's having a cat. He's having a cat fight. Yeah. <laughs> and more, more, more cats on the internet. Right, um, exactly. And we're, we're transitioning, I think, mostly because of the instructors mm-hmm. going back to in-person versus virtual. Mm-hmm. Just in terms of them dealing with 30 people in one room versus the 30 people on a Zoom call. I right, think the instructors right. prefer it that way. Right. But the um, the people and the companies love virtual because you only then have to say, oh, you let's say this is a three-day training from 8 to 4.30 or 8.30 to 4.30. That's three days worth of work, but it's only three days worth of work. So, no hotel. Yeah. No yeah, travel. Yeah. No meals. No mm-hmm. losing an extra day on either side mm-hmm. because of travel. You know, you're literally coming into the office. So during lunch, you can catch up or if they, you know, most engineers are salaried, so they're exempt from life. Mm-hmm. So they can say, oh, after your training's over, stay an extra hour or two. So uh, Katie, to catch up. Katie, you and I were both looking at a, um, uh, a, a, a learning opportunity here in the next month that it looked like it had two virtual Zoom calls leading into the in-person that week yeah um I i'm real that, curious to see what that is yeah they, they, when I actually i saw a second one i can't did I forward that to you it was about creativity um because mm-hmm. i but i i signed up for a membership for the museum so now i'm getting all those all those emails now um and there's a lot of there's a lot of courses and and workshops and things that that apply to business and creativity and and things like that um so so like that, that's you know, if you're not in the Pittsburgh area, run, you know, look at the Carnegie Museum uh, uh, system for things like that. And um, and if you're not, you know, check out the, you know, the the resources in your area. Um, but uh, no, I, I thought that was really interesting. So, so do I get a point for this? Then I think I get a. I think I earned my. I, I guess I talked myself into a point. Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> All right, let's get to predictions. It's getting pumpkin time for for Chilla since since we started so so late. So let's start with him. Uh, uh, Chilla, what is your prediction for the next year? Do you already pumpkin out? Uh, nope, nope. Chilla, oh. uh, we can't hear you. I'm du- I'm double muted. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Chilla will figure out the mute button. I will figure yeah. out the mute button by the end. <laughs> I will buy more keyboards. I don't. I don't have a good prediction. Oh, we gotta get lie. him a boop. Gotta get him a boop. I need a boop. Chilla will get a boop. That's right. <laughs> do you need a minute? I, do you have to get out of here? Where yeah, are you at? I don't need a minute. Do me last because I got to Do you last. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll roll through this. Uh, Katie, what's your prediction? Uh, well, one is already starting to happen. And especially if you're in any sort of tech space, you are seeing AI take over everything from writing posts to creating your resume to cover letters to... Gosh, uh, everything in between that you're going to see a lot more AI. I'm not sure what that means for um, our jobs in the future, which is kind of interesting um, how that's going to be changing. And uh, maybe like we get different responsibilities working in the social media world because some folks may be switching over to a little bit more AI. And um, but yes, everything's going to be AI all over the darn place. (laughs) And then and then the second one I had was sorry, my mouth is dead. Um, is uh, that we're going to see a bunch of new social media 
um, platforms because the big three are currently in their process of you know shifting or falling apart. Um, but I think we're going to see a bunch pop out in the beginning of the year, and then we'll have some clear like a new. I don't know if we'll have a brand new set of uh, like the big three or big four, mm-hmm. but um, I think we're going to have something. Something is going to fall from grace, and we're going to have something else replace it that we're all going to be on and using consistently you and i are in the same mindset because I, I just wrote mine and you're saying it i'm like i think you just said what i wrote uh <laughs> <laughs> or vice versa or something because i've been thinking about this too uh about the new social media so let me let me give because I, I originally put new platform become part of the the must must have social media toolkit like hey, there will be a new like no you have to be on facebook you have to be on twitter you have to be on this right yeah. whether that's mm-hmm. hive mastodon something 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 i don't know I'm not gonna. I don't. I'm not gonna predict Mastodon's the thing. Um, I, I I'm worried it's gonna be too difficult to become the thing that like Wendy's is gonna be on, right? Um, and yeah. that all of our clients are gonna want to be on. I see opportunities. I talked to you about that one opportunity that I think I saw with it. Um, then we need to, we need to talk about that for 2023. Um, but um, so we've been having a, a conversation here internally about video versus other social media because i think and and help me out with this katie i think when we think social media we think we need a copywriter community person that can do some visuals right like that seems Mm -hmm. like the standard skill set and part of the conversation we have with the person that's really good at that school skill set is i hate everything's in video now and it's like okay well this is the next step right and it's been leaning this way for a while so I, I think, and I'm trying, I am still trying to kind of say how I want to see this. I think you're going to have, when you think social media department, geez, I feel like this has already happened for bigger companies, but I think it's going to, this is going to happen for smaller companies, I think now. Um, you're going to have, it's not going to be, I need a social media person. It's going to be, I need a copywriting, you know, that. Yeah, the you, tweet, you need a content creative. But, but like the, the uh, static versus video is what I'm trying to get to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think there's going to be a separation of skill sets there. Um, and, and again, bigger companies get this, right? Bigger companies know they, they need to apply their, their media video department to, to you know, the TikToks and everything. And, 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 and then you have your copywriting English degree people like doing that and, you know, doing the tweets, doing the posts and making sure all those are concise. Right. Because those are two different mindsets I feel. Um, and not a lot of people can do both well. Uh, so, and, and pull those together. So I, I think you're going to see that video versus I want to keep calling it static text it, it, just for a lack mm-hmm. of better word. Um, so I, I think, yeah, I think you're just going to see like, social media like obviously you know hey you're the youtube creator so that's i don't count that versus like twitter right like that's a whole different media platform but now tiktok is becoming the new social media right so you're gonna in reels and shorts and everything like that and that's it's the new uh language uh, 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 uh for those kinds of things so i guess i guess that's my prediction like there's gonna be a split in those skill sets and also a new platform that will be another top three. I'm with you. I'm backing mm-hmm. that up. I'm backing yours up. Yeah, but I, see, I see that over time. I got to be honest with you. I see them as separate, separate skill sets today. Mm-hmm. But I think in the future, you just do all of it. 
Somebody does all that. That's going to have to be, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to become a combined skill set. No one, no one is, corporate America is not going to want to pay, continue to pay for large, large organizations of both. Mm -hmm. They're going to find, Mm -hmm. they're going to find the people that know how to do both and get them. Or they just bring but, in their video media team into the fold for social. Right. And, and I just don't see, uh, yeah, I see video as video will overtake the, the static or, or written. Mm-hmm. And, and, and all it'll end up becoming is, you know, cons- clear, it'll become the original TikTok, you know, minute or less. Automatically AI, AI subtitle it. It's completely um, accessible mm-hmm. from, from an accessibility perspective. Mm-hmm. And then just transcript it. And there's your, there's your static content. Well, you just, you just explained my workflow. What I do with partners' videos, <laughs> I pull it in the cap cut. I, I, I throw the AI at it, and uh, you know, throw text on it, and uh, and kick it out there. You know, so mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's kind of the workflow that we've been working on for for a little bit, and starting to apply it to some clients. So, um, like that's that's the new workflow we need to think about, right? So, um, and and making sure. I mean, we you know, thankfully we have multiple people that can do multiple things around us, so we can be like, okay, you do this kind of content, we do this kind of content. Like we, you know, we can specialize a little bit more on those things. But, but everybody needs an understanding of everything in the long run, so you know what everybody else is doing. Uh, Chella, you need still need a minute? I nope. I got I got it. There you go. I think existing AR and VR is going to completely die off. Ooh. But I think someone's going to come in and act and knock it out of the park, and we're gonna. It'll be like a its own revival in the same year. So AI death and revival. No, no, not AI VR. Oh, VR. I th- sorry, I thought you said. AR. Sorry, yeah, I didn't mean to say. If I said AI, I didn't mean to. You can you can play it back and and catch me in my lies. Um, <laughs> but no, it's. <laughs> AR and VR. Um, I just see. I don't think. I don't think Meta is going to make it. That's my own personal. I mean, they can just Oof. keep dumping money into it. I think Microsoft's taking a, a step back on it. Um, I think Google Glass had it right. They should have stuck with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. I just think. I think. I don't think the battery life on the new Meta is long enough. Um, and that's more of an AR type device. But I think I think I, I don't know if it's going to be I don't know who it's going to be. I'm not saying it's going to be Apple. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think someone's going to someone's going to figure it out. Um, but so I think we're going to see like. a Like I said, I think we're going to see it die off and then someone. Someone knock it out of the park towards the end of the year. Does it feel to you guys collectively here? Does it feel like all of the major players are vulnerable right now, like exceptionally yeah. vulnerable across Ex- the board? Exceptionally vulnerable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in like all of tech. Mm-hmm. So like, and that's, I, I feel like this is the most I don't want to be chaotic, but unpredictable mm-hmm. like, for like every inch of technology at this point. Like I've never felt this way with the changing of technology from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. 
and it's exciting and kind of nerve wracking. <laughs> if you work in the space, yes. Well, I think the only the only thing that I see not changing right now, or really in any time, is the operating systems for um, cell phones. I, I don't see a third coming in either taking out, or, or you know, no. between Android and <laughs> iOS. I don't see a third coming up, mainly because, no. like Samsung tried mm-hmm. and failed, and then everyone's trying. It it seems like the only way, unless someone truly comes off from out truly out left field because everything else has been you know oh what we're going to do is um take real take you know take the the core of android and split it off like uh amazon did with kindle and they were trying to do with the kindle phone or facebook with their facebook phone and that doesn't work because if people want android they want the google android you know their, their flavor of android and unless someone really comes out of nowhere and says, this is our new phone and it does all these things that you want to do. And, you know, we can match hardware and software and everything else that everyone wants on the current to the current duopoly. Well, I, I, I think you're on the right track there. And I, I think, you know, when we talk about tech, we talk about things that are kind of platformless, right? Right. Um, when we think OS is for, I'll call them legacy devices, be those computers, desktop, laptop, uh, uh, tablet, and phone, I, I think those are baked in. Those are very mature operating systems for everybody, right? That, and I think that's where it is. Uh, uh, six, eight years ago when, when you know, iOS and Android were still like adding cut pace, you know, there was room for a Windows phone to try to eke in there, right? Um, so so I, I, I think... But anything that doesn't already have that established, like VR, the platform of VR is not established, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, anything on the web that is not, you know, that's still that's still a, a it's still a wild west and can be a wild west. It's it's kind of become a little more um, tamped down in recent years. But uh, hey, we still pay for the internet technically, um, you know, with our tax dollars. Uh, so like it, it, it's there, there's there's like what is uh, uh, crypto going to be? Yeah. Right? Right? <laughs> like, yeah. what the hell is crypto going to be? It is. It has gotten shaken up, and it's a, it's a very yeah. baby technology that a lot of people sunk a lot of money in. Or is it going to be cutesy gifts, or is it going to be uh, a, a currency, or is it going to actually have other applications that actually help people? You know, I think that's it. I, I, I think we should not... Um, um, Okay, can I add a prediction <laughs> midstream here? Yeah. Um, there will be a. God, I don't want to make this too broad. Um, there will be, let's say, a significant new uh, application for is crypto, crypto blockchain. Let's call it blockchain. That's that's the actual that's the underlying technology, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, new blockchain um, use. <laughs> New, new, highly uh, touted. Uh, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I don't want to say that it's going to be an important thing. I don't think it's going to be the thing where we finally uh, attach a blockchain to our, our our medical records or anything like that. Potentially, but there will be a new like because when you hear blockchain, what do you think? Cryptocurrency and you think uh, NFTs, right? Is there anything else for blockchain mm-hmm. off the top of anybody's mm-hmm. head right now? 
that, that everybody's talking about. They're like, okay, look at the stupid NFT these guys have put out over here. Uh, and look at all the money that this, that, uh, uh, what's his face just, just lost. And I'm getting emails from everybody that has a crypto wallet, uh, about their chapter 11s right now. Uh, BlockFi, glad I didn't put my money in that. Uh, cause they're, they, I keep getting updated emails about their chapter 11 status. So, um, like I, I think somebody else is going to unveil and we're doing this with blockchain. Um, that will be the next thing that's, um, hopefully important enough, not hopefully, but it becomes important enough that we're joking about it on Colbert. Like that's kind of my, like everybody kind of is talking about this kind of thing. Right. So we reached that today when, or we, we reached that this year when, um, we had, uh, uh, crypto ads during the Super Bowl, Right. Um, and crypto, the, the crypto, whatever, um, um, uh, arena in uh, in in LA. We'll see if that that name sticks. I think I think they're already changing it. Uh, what did I say? Tick, to, we'll, we'll just call that new blockchain technology. Uh, Potter. Yeah. So the first one is actually a little bit is somewhat related to my prediction from last year, mm -hmm. but just talking to people in general. When I start to talk to people about electric vehicles, and you know, the changeover, one of the first things you hear is, I like the idea, but I like hybrids even better because they're kind of a halfway in between and I don't have to go full electric and I don't have to worry about charging. And I'm thinking, well, you don't, you, everyone has smart, pretty much everyone, I, you know, if you have a smartphone, you have to charge it every day. And that's kind of the mindset change for EVs. But I can see if people in Hopefully in the next year or two, the supply chain will be better for cars and everything in general. And, you know, they'll actually have cars on lot that you can actually purchase. But I can see where hybrids are coming. You know, people will still want the full gas, but I can see where people will say, I'm willing to accept a hybrid, but it's not your traditional, you know, you know, tree hugger. I'm getting a hybrid for eco reasons. I'm getting a hybrid because it's a better vehicle. And people just going for it. And you're already seeing that in some of the car reviews where they're reviewing like the small SUVs, the RAV4s, the CRVs, the Hyundai Tucson's, you know, the, the Sportage. And they're saying, oh, if you're looking at this small SUV, get the hybrid. Not just because you're saving gas. It's just the, the engine's better. It runs better than the full gas one. So I can see in the next this year. Uh, let's say, like I said, assuming we're not crashed into a recession uh, and the supply chain starts coming out and people needing new cars, um, people going for hybrid just because they're the better vehicle. Mm -hmm. Not for, you know, partially because you be get better gas mileage, but morally, more just when they drive, they're like, this is a better vehicle than the, you know, the straight internal combustion engine one. And hopefully a little bit more of the plug-in hybrids, too. And that'll give people a little taste because the newer plug-in hybrids are doing 30 miles on electric only. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, like, if you... I think we forget about that technology has continued to progress even on there. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Exactly. So if you're tooling around town, you know, and you're going less than 33 miles, it's an electric vehicle. Mm -hmm. It's basically an electric vehicle with a gas tank as a backup when your battery runs out. You know, if you go longer. So I can see 
those really coming on. And the one thing for the iPhone, and this is, <laughs> I, I'm hoping because honestly, for, for the iPhone camera, there's a couple of things that are pain points. One is the lack of a really good zoom. And I'm really hoping iPhone the iPhone comes out with a periscopic zoom. That could I could see uh, that on similar, the pro, I could see that on the Pro model. Yeah, on the Pro. Yeah, mm. most definitely. It'll be on if it is out, it'll be on the Pro. And unlike Samsung where they do have the 100x zoom available, um I've seen people take amazing moon pictures with Galaxy phones. Mm-hmm. Um that's the one I try taking a phone picture, a moon picture with my iPhone. It stinks. It, it, it doesn't, I mean, I can get it in the right conditions using third party software, using post production on it. Um, but it, it just doesn't look that good. And I love as you're talking about better picture quality, you, you dropped yeah, down. Into I, po- I got, I got, you, you dropped into postage stamp mode. <laughs> I see that. I, I don't know why that happened, but that as far as I know, Ruth isn't Ruth isn't streaming. But no, I, so I'm hoping they won't go for the hundred X zoom. Mm-hmm. They'll go for right now because you can go three X optical. Hopefully, they'll go up to a ten X optical. Mm-hmm. You know, and then digital for a thirty X maybe. And of course, they'll say this is the greatest zoom that you've ever experienced in an iPhone. And see, look how much closer. And people will be like, yes, you should have did it two years ago, but. I understand it's hard to put out tens of millions of units for the zoom per se, because you're the only way to do a periscopic zoom is physics. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. You can't do it in software. It breaks down. You need physics. So that that's, yeah. that's more of a hope, even though I don't see myself buying an iPhone 15, I see myself more on the 16 mm-hmm. in a year and a half, uh, you- just because of things are expensive. <laughs> And you're on the 14, correct? Uh, 13. 13. 13 okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. yeah. Debating. My co-host on the iPhone. My co-host on the iPhone photography show, Gray McMillan, he has a 14 Pro Max. Mm-hmm. And he is loving the 48 megapixel sensor and the 2x zoom that you can do with the 48 pixel sensor. Nice. Nice. So. Well. It'll be interesting. As, as we learned from 2022, anything can happen. Uh, guys, it's been another year. Thank you. You have been our awesome crew doing this. Dave Ponder of the iPhoneography Podcast. I think you just illustrated Thanks for that. Thanks having me on. You illustrated what that sounds like there, I think. John uh, yep. Chichilla, <laughs> at Chilla on the Twitters. Oh, now my stuff's breaking up. Go. All the internet's going down. Yeah. Let's get us through the last show. We're in shutdown for the year. (laughs) Yeah, they're shutting down the internet for the year. Jeez. And Katie Dudas. On Instagram, Katie Dudas on Twitter. There you go. Uh, thank you guys. Thank you, everybody. Um, we are, like I said, we're going to try to get something out here for the next week. We're say we might take the next little week off. Who knows? I, I, I don't know at this point. Um, but, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, we will be back in 2023 with, uh, new episodes as usual. And, uh, and, and thank you everybody. Thank you everybody for joining us. Um, let us know your predictions. Use hashtag AC 623. 
if you uh, hit us up on Twitter or any of the other social medias so you can follow along with the show or in comments if you're watching this on a video version after the fact. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you, everybody. Join us uh, over the holidays uh, on the Discord, on the uh, on the on the Facebook group, uh, we do have a Reddit as well. If you want to poke at that, uh, if I see anybody starting to talk on there, we will start a conversation. I will, I have my notifications on, just waiting for somebody who wants to go to Reddit. Uh, so, um, thank you everybody for joining us. You have been our awesome audience. Have an awesome New Year.